Welcome to the Sports the Show. I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with Tiny. And from the land of the Super Bowl, Malcolm Marzette. <laughs> Malcolm, how are you doing after personally hosting an entire Super Bowl in your city? Uh, I know you had crazy traffic this week, a ton of people there, uh, lots of going on, tons of, you know, parties happening around the entirety of Phoenix. Phoenix is a giant place. So, you know, still recovering. I'm still I am still a bit tired. Just I think maybe I'll be okay by Friday. Maybe. Hey, man, I don't blame Monday, you. Monday, I was struggling. I think we all were a little bit. Just, just phys- physically, like, tired. Nothing yeah. about the game. I love the game. You know, we love oh, the, the game. The game was great. And we're going to get oh, into that. Amazing game. But that did you? the waste management uh, tournament on the same day. That's what I was about to say. You also were at a golf tournament as well. So you, you wow, really man. doubled up. And, yeah, that uh, was fantastic. So you had a really good weekend of sports. Yeah, Rory McIlroy hit a hole in one. Got to see that uh, in person. So that was great. Um, And just learning the whole golf uh, (laughs) pocket watching and seeing how the money is flowing in golf. And I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it now. But a great uh, week of sports and entertainment in the city. Um, I'm happy that it could host it. But um, Mm -hmm. it was it was phenomenal. Yeah. In my life. And I mean, the game itself, uh, what everyone saw was an amazing game. I think, uh, you know, one of the better ones we've had. I'll never forget, uh, you know, going from a a nine to three Super Bowl. What was that like three years ago where that was just a nightmare? New England. Yeah. That nightmare from hell uh, to this. Thank you. know, thank God we're trending in the right direction, continuing in terms of Super Bowl matchups. Uh, Eagles Chiefs uh, Tiny was the only one of us that had the Chiefs coming into this one Tiny you had the Chiefs all year long um, the quick rundown of the game uh, you know in the first half it looked like the Eagles may uh, be pulling away with this one and then the Chiefs just came out on fire especially in the fourth quarter uh, scoring 17 points and inevitably putting the game away with a go ahead field goal for the win and uh, you saw really great play from the Chiefs running game with Isaiah Pacheco. Uh, He just was grinding through a very vaunted Philadelphia defense, averaging five yards a carry. Uh, Mahomes himself, 21 of 27 for three touchdowns in the game. Also very mobile on a high ankle sprain. Uh, He was six rushes for 44 yards when he did have to scramble and of course you had Travis Kelsey having a great day receiving the ball as well uh but Mahomes I think really just played up to stuff uh Jalen Hurts as well played incredibly well uh first quarterback with three rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl first player since Terrell Davis to have three rushing touchdowns in a Super Bowl. I mean, wow. the, the future is bright for this kid going forward. I think, you know, a lot of questions were answered throughout the season with him. And I think in particular, these playoffs, he showed he is able to get things done on the offensive end and do what this team needs him to do in terms of getting the ball where it needs to be across that's, the goal line. That's a great stat. 
Pat. I believe Pat also um, Mahomes thirteen out of fourteen in the second half. Yes, that I heard. Yes, no, um, he missed, which one is half. incredible. Yeah, you know, so. like that's hard to deal with on the Eagles side. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, let's yeah. get into so, the count. Yeah, so the game itself incredible uh you know game down to the end uh call at the end leading to that go ahead field goal uh chance for the chiefs really sealing it a defensive holding the first holding penalty called all game uh it was clearly a defensive holding i mean the ball was far in a way over the offensive player's head and you could clearly see the Eagles defender holding uh, the receiver Mm -hmm. but you know nonetheless with it being such a clutch moment you did see some uh, you know stirred controversy maybe intentionally um, because of the game ending in a field goal, whereas a lot of people really wanted to see this shootout continue because that's what it really was, was an amazing shootout of a Super Bowl. But uh, I'll go to you first, Tiny. You know, I think uh, it was the right call. Maybe you swallow your whistle in that spot just because you hadn't been very uh, penalty heavy throughout the game. If you're uh, the refs, but you know, there were a lot of circumstances going on in that game. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can talk about the, the sliding of the Eagles players in particular on the field, having to change their cleats uh, in terms of, I think 14 different players had to change their cleats uh, to longer. They went from, I think quarter inch to three quarter inch spikes uh, at one point in the game. But with this play in particular, uh, and it's clearly it was a defensive hold, would you have kind of just, you know, as the fan and you really would have rather have seen the Eagles uh, possibly get that chance to stand strong, call it an incomplete pass and move forward? Or do you think, um, you know, this was the ending that really fit the game the best uh, for how it was going? So, I mean... This will kind of go down as the call uh, to a lot of fans. But my take is what the fans need to understand is holding is different than a PI, right? So I think he was clearly held and a PI kind of implies that the ball was catchable. And so the second you call holding, that part of it goes out of the equation. Mm -hmm. However, that ball was maybe overthrown, um, but also the tactic of the defender, I think is important to point out because he knew he was beat, so he held him. And Mm -hmm. throughout any game, those kind of things happen all the time. Uh, And then segue to me to like the point of the, the point in the game, like where it was like, crucial time it's hard to make that call as a ref like it was kind of hard to watch even though i'm super biased uh against eagles but i was able to watch the game unbiased like i was trying to put my bias aside uh and that was a huge call in the game and i think the result of what happened after the call kind of factors into the argument kind of retroactively or you know after the fact that backseat driver style we're like You know what I mean? Like, so after that call, the Chiefs were brilliant in driving down the field and taking the clock completely out of the equation the rest of the game after that. Um, But yeah, the call was super focused on and I get it. Um, I personally think it was a hold. And then just 
as far as like seeing both sides goes. I, I've seen that not called a million times. Yeah. Um, so it, it's hard, like emotionally to kind of process that call. And the fan in me, as you asked, is like, yeah, sure. It would have been more fun for the Eagles to get the ball back. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, and I'm really trying to not go to my bias as I was yeah. rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> I think it was the right call, though. Like, honestly. No, it I was definitely it was. the right. It was the correct call. And in that position, I mean, we as sports fans won't just see so often it come down to a last shot or a last buzzer attempt, you know, at the goal line. One final push, something like right. that. Uh, you know, whereas uh, field goals feel anticlimactic in certain situations. But in general, you know, this isn't as detrimental. I feel like, you know, some people are thinking of it like a ref calling, you know, a ticky tack foul or something. It's not that that was a very clearly indicated hold. And uh, in general, and you even know, uh, Bradbury was like, I held him, you know, like, yeah, he admitted it. But it, you know, in general, uh, it, it's tough, man. It's tough. Like, we see yeah. a lot of games come down that that way, though. You know, when we saw the Bills Chiefs game, oh, the overtime did it. You know, not this one, uh, this postseason, but the one before. But I'm saying, like, you know, you see a lot of games in our postseason recent history where in the NFL, at least it doesn't come down to the one final drive deter, you know, like in some cases, yeah. the rules kind of push, you know, a certain scenario upon us, thrust a scenario, if you will, upon us and kicking it or winning by default and scoring first in overtime before the rule change, so on and so forth. But there's only so much you can do to, you know, regulate that back and keep it where everyone has a chance. Like sometimes that's sports. Like that's why you, you know, execute the way you do and play the way you do is to potentially get calls uh, your way in that case. Uh, but Malcolm, I want to get your thoughts as well on the call. And uh, then we'll get uh, both of y'all's takes on the game and just your feeling about the overall game itself. But Malcolm, the call first. How did you feel about it? I think we're all in consensus. It was the correct call. Do you think it was the right time to make the correct call, if you will. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. I don't think that call decided the game, not even in the slightest. At that point, there was a point where Philly let off the gas. You saw that Kansas City turned it up, especially on defense. They increased the hitting. Um, they increased their efficiency. Um, apparently, Eric Bieniemy was that architect of deciding it. So the call itself, to me, was really much ado about nothing and everybody getting revved up about it. I look at it like there was all this time in the game for things to change and they chose not to. So if they want to complain about that, if they want to complain about yeah. the field being slick, if they want to complain about anything, I just look at it and say, well, y'all were ahead. You let the foot off the gas. So ahead by a pretty wide that. margin at the half, actually, you know, like what, what did, we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into the game, but I, I thought the call was accurate. It okay. was the right time to make the call. Yeah. That's, that's the way it is. Cause if they don't make that call, none of those referees are going to be coaching in a super bowl for the rest of their career. Yeah. Like, that's really the way it's going to go. So no, they would have been. They made that. Call. Yeah, they would have been much more highly scrutinized. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. You know, 
Yeah, you uh, can't go to some Philly. Professional, <laughs> professional, uh, you know, reputations on the line there. On, exactly. There and the integrity of the game, too. Uh, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, there is human error, but um, that's the right call to be made. That was a hold. I, I think, too, had he not held him, I think he might have been able to lay out and been able to make a spectacular catch in that position. Just so, my opinion on it. Yeah. Kansas City earned it. So, mm-hmm. um, well, all, they did the all yeah. salute to them. Definitely. Great. Crazy take. If he did catch that, mm-hmm. maybe a quicker score. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is, you know, uh, I think any fan wanted to just see the Chiefs score quickly there and then the Eagles turn around and try to march back and score and get the two-point conversion, fail on the two-point conversion. That's the Super Bowl, you know, something like that. But but that's, you know, uh, pie in the sky thinking, but Malcolm, on the the game we got, it was a doozy of one. Where do you, you know, just in recent Super Bowl history uh, this was obviously one of the better games. Do you have this as one of the the best Super Bowls you've seen in recent memory? Yeah, I'm biased because it was here and all the antics and all the events that were taking place and then the people and the networking. So like to me, this one is always going to be on the top of my list. It's hard to beat uh, the previous. All the all the Super Bowls in uh, Phoenix have always been. They're tight. Uh, They're always tight. Yeah. So uh, the, the previous the previous two um, at which the Giants won over in New England mm-hmm. to me are are both spectacular with the, the helmet catch to me. I just remember highly iconic as a, as a young kid and being like, oh, yeah, I forget this is here in Phoenix. So I, it's hard to beat that one just because everybody was picking New England. And, you know, yeah. as a younger brother myself picking Eli, I just kind of like look at that. But this one is going to be so much sweeter to me just mm. because I'm, I was outside. You know, yeah, you're without. I was yeah. outside in this thing, so yeah. I love it. This, this to me is definitely top three of all time. Um, in your lifetime, yeah, yeah. Um, I other ones that kind of come up. We didn't get to see it. the catch and other things and playoffs. You know, lower past. Like right, we only got right. what we've got, Malcolm. Right, and we I, grew up but, with some blowouts over the Chargers and some blowouts over the Falcons and the Super right. Bowls. I like another one that really uh, comes to mind too is uh, the New England over Philadelphia with T.O. coming back. I just uh, remember Philly, that, whatever yeah. they're the Super Bowl, it's iconic. It's, yeah, that's one and thing also, I think we could all agree on. With they've Foles, they've know, had some like, really iconic Super Bowl performances. And the last one would be the Nick Foles one. Yeah. Just I remember it being in college and uh, his previous his his starter. He wasn't even starting, and and the starter at U of A got injured, and we we like looked to the list like who's the backup? This Nick Foles guy. And then we shout out Malcolm's we alumni. <laughs> we see him warming up, and we're like, hey. <laughs> he has a pretty good deep ball you know like where he throws it up and it's directly coming down i'm like well at least he could throw a deep ball he might be all right we didn't know he'd be the greatest backup quarterback of all time malcolm saw in college literally gronk and nick Foles during his time at arizona so fun 
fun there. I didn't know who they were. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And I'm like, word? All right. But uh, that's that another tight end. That's that another Rob story. Gronkowski, the best motherfucking tight end in the Pac-12. We'll have right. Malcolm College stories on another episode of the <laughs> yeah, Sports Show. Got, I sure got Tiny's got them. We've got all got college athlete uh, stories. Tiny's whole separate podcast. But, yeah, whole I want Tiny's podcast. thoughts on it. But Tiny, how did you feel about this Super Bowl? In recent memory in particular, do you hold this as one of the better Super Bowls you've seen recently? Dude, I think it's like... And- I also want to like not try to fall victim to the like recency of yeah, it, recency bias. Yeah. We all have it. Prisoner of the moment. <laughs> yeah, all that stuff and like the call and the late kind of dramatics. But if you really break it down, like it was 38-35. So it's exciting. Like they're scoring, you know, Philly goes up early, Kansas City comes back. Like mm-hmm. yeah, there's enough drama. There's enough kind of like yeah, and, you know, Mahomes, Hurts are kind of that new model of what could be the great quarterbacks. So, yeah, um, if I throw recency bias out, this is probably the best one I've seen uh, in my lifetime. But if I had to, like, throw a few others up there, um, you know, the uh, Patriot Seahawks one with the late interception was extremely dramatic. Yeah. Uh, the Steelers Cardinals, which oh. if, it, if it had happened at a different time with the James Harrison return. I mean, guys, uh, one of one of the more iconic plays. <laughs> Let's what do you mean we let's but uh like you know so there's been some moments and yeah those fucking giants beating the Patriots ones obviously would be on that list mm-hmm. of but... uh definitely like dramatic and you know as I love sports but I also love a good story so like yeah and then the Patriots coming back on the Falcons thank we don't you bring that. thank you we I was we I was trying to get to that I was surprised we... none of y'all said that that's the greatest Super Bowl ever Ever. In yeah, my saddest my moment as a sport. Out. No. Blocked out. I made you. I made everyone that in up. that in uh, the house leave that Super Bowl. Except for Sydney and Mr. Big Guy. On all of these, because my team never gets there. Uh but you this got one, three Super you got Bowls. One? You got one, man. You weren't even alive, Pat. I wasn't, but you, you got, got the me. first black quarterback one. I know. That, I was alive why, when you won in 92. When we bring up past Super Bowls, I'm the best unbiased auditor of this question is because Malcolm mentioned some great ones, but I brought up some other ones that may have been more personal to you two. They're, they're great. But this one, however, unbiased, except for one of the Eagles to lose. High scoring, lots of drama, very known characters. Um, and this may segue into the next segment. I think the Andy Reid Mahomes connection is unbelievable. And what they did in the second half to adjust was yeah. phenomenal. So, like, to avoid recency bias, this was the best one I can, like, if I had to do a list right now, yeah. three days later, it might be at the top, along with the other ones I mentioned as far as drama, definitely and stories and crazy ass plays go. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely up there. I think, you know, in terms of the higher scoring, high end competitive games, you know, you had like Ravens 49ers in 2013 going back and forth, 34-31. You had the Pats Falcons epic comeback, uh, arguably the greatest Super Bowl game ever, Pats 
Seahawks, that incredible finish, literally final play of the game, interception, uh, you know, Pat's Eagles, uh, just the lore there, the Eagles getting their first Super Bowl, um, and just really uh, this one in terms of just that high scoring, you know, la- like one possession away chance to win cl- late uh, type of Super Bowl. I mean, we've had some really good ones recently compared to a lot of the ones in the past we've seen where it's, you know, I mean, Dallas beat Buffalo 52 to 17 in 93. Like you literally yeah. had, uh, you know, you had a stretch there where it was not a one score game game in a Super Bowl from 1992 to until Denver Green Bay in 98. So you had six straight years where it was blowouts. That's not fun. (laughs) But (laughs) but speaking of Super Bowl legacy, I want to get into the coach quarterback dynamic duo in Kansas City. Uh, Let's start with Patrick Mahomes first. He's now won two Super Bowls in Five years of starting uh, for the Chiefs. Uh, He came into the league in 2017, only played that one game at the end of the season. Uh, He's had an incredible career so far. Uh, Career numbers right now, he's thrown for over 24,000 yards, 192 touchdowns, 49 interceptions with a passer rating of 105.7 in the regular season. And in the postseason, he's 11-3, 35 touchdowns to seven interceptions and a 107.4 quarterback rating. Uh, I'll go ahead and kick it off. I think, you know, he's on track to be the best quarterback we've ever seen. Uh, There's a lot separating him still between Brady and himself. And that's where we'll, you know, obviously go with the comparisons just with winning this much this early. Uh, Malcolm pointed out the pregame Brady had two touch or two Super Bowls by this same age. And the next year of his career, uh, next year in this scenario, Brady had the greatest year of his career going 16 and 0 in the regular season with Randy Moss in one of the most prolific offensive campaigns we've ever ever seen in football so we'll hopefully see the same from Mahomes but no I have him on track uh already to me he's better than a Dan Marino a Philip Rivers he's better than you know Troy Aikman he's better than Drew Brees he's better than like if we're going guys full career wise, he's better than a lot of guys who are out who me. had a whole ass career. And that's incredible. Uh, I can't say the same for Joe Burrow. I can't say the same for Lamar Jackson. I can't say the same for J- Jalen Hurts. I can't say the same for any other quarterback his age. I can only say it from Mahomes because this man right now is on pace to be our Jordan of football just as you know the bill russell walks out the door um so we'll see what happens but i have him right now there's no one better in the nfl and right now there's maybe four quarterbacks ahead of him in nfl history you're you know tom brady obviously i may have to put uh, i would have to put my Mon- joe montana perhaps a like I'm very on the fence with Steve Young and Peyton Manning just because of their very I mean Steve Young was incredible in Super Bowls he never had a bad Super Bowl and Peyton Manning 
is the best regular right. season quarterback we've ever seen, but they have drawbacks. That's why I'm saying I really clearly just have it as Montana and Brady clear cut ahead of him right now. So uh, let's right. go with you, right. Tiny. How are you feeling about right. Mahomes and his legacy uh, after winning this second Super Bowl? And again, Super Bowl MVP, regular season MVP, first time since Kurt Warner in 1999. So can I get a more specific question or just you want me to go i'll go i mean like, you do you want something right, specific so, where does he rank in your top five <clears throat> all-time quarterbacks after winning two super bowls by the age of 25 what accolade are you willing to give him at this time if any is that more specific i think he yeah that's 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 good it's like uh I think he's running like at number two right now mm-hmm. behind Brady. If we're going to do, you know, career over versus like career going, mm-hmm. he's kind of running at number two. I think he's chasing Brady. Oh, um, you can add career going if you want. If you think someone in the yeah. NFL right now is better than him, say it. So like, I think if there's a race with, uh, let's say Brady, number one, obviously. And if they're chasing him, um, you know, the people that are done, uh, rank lower, you know, I put Peyton in the top 10. I think Joe's kind of lingering in the top five, Mm -hmm. um, as far as like the race goes, uh, which I think is a good way to frame the conversation because obviously you can't pass Brady right now. No. Uh, but, but yeah, like you said, with all those great facts, like he's already got all these things at 27 and, you know, his physical ability is pretty clearly better than Brady's. And uh, he also has Reed, which is like his Belichick. So, so I think he is clearly the two in this conversation. Um, and based on my metric, you know, I'll throw probably like Montana three because he's got four on great teams. Mm-hmm. And even though like Bradshaw has four, I put him kind of behind like the Mannings and Breeze. It was a different game. And, and maybe and maybe Marino's just and that's kind of just eye test style. Uh, yeah. Bradshaw had, had great teams and I wasn't alive to watch it. So maybe that's unfair. But yeah, so so based on the question, Brady mm-hmm. is one but i really think like track wise if we were going to do like some kind of fancy graph mahomes is too like kind of chasing after him um yeah based on eye tests and already accumulated stats and the x factor which is andy reed like that that pair is just brilliant so so yeah and really the the reason marino's kind of even in the conversation is just because of how well he performed early on. I mean, if you take Dan Marino's quarterback career, mid-career to late career, like prime to late, it's not getting him in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he had two seasons in the 80s where he threw over 5,000 yards in a time where uh, defensive passing or defensive uh, rules were not as stringent as they are now. And the same can be said with Montana. His stats uh, a little bit different, a little bit, you know, not as flashy as your Mahomes, you know, your Manning, your Brady, your uh, Marino even at certain points in each of their careers. And you just, you know, with Montana, he really was uh, kind of afforded one of the greatest teams of all time. I don't know yeah. if we would say that about the Chiefs team around Mahomes right now, that receiving core. 
What he did with that, incredible. But Malcolm, where are you right now if you had to give Patrick Mahomes a current rating and just, you know, including like how his trajectory is going right now? Uh, I think we're all probably going to have Brady at one just because of all the incredible feats and records he has. But where do you have Mahomes right now and kind of your pantheon of quarterbacks uh, active and former. Yeah, I have him right at three. I kind of like what you said uh, previously. And a little bit, of course, with Tiny said, I got Brady in Montana just right above him. Uh, one more ring and then he's he's going to jump uh, Montana and then he's going to eventually chase Brady. I just yeah. think on talent-wise, on numbers-wise, on just pure dominance, um, his player efficiency rating is off the charts. Um, and then I just got them one, two, and three, and then you can fill in the rest on what your personal preference is. I mean, you have an Elway that was in there for a little bit. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been shouted out, and I think he deserves to kind of be talked about Definitely. a little bit just because he went back to back Super Bowls. That's an, a very there, there tough a thing to do. There. there was a dominance there that he had in his career. Um, I like what you were saying, um, just on some of the older gentlemen that have won more multiple rings but Mm -hmm. to me they won rings on on fully team and with Mahomes there were periods and stretches where he was just the most dominant player in the league by far um I'm interested to see what Lamar Jackson does Mm -hmm. as a as a younger quarterback I think he's one of the players I think when put into the right situation could be um somebody that could make some noise against him similar to what burrow is but Mm -hmm. we're gonna have to see but right now it's everybody looking up at him in the league and with montana and brady being the old guys like uh kareem was to lebron just kind of scowling as their uh um their record is going to get broke um he's on track Mm -hmm. to be the greatest i'm gonna get on board with it um i doubted him twice even though you know i'm a fan of him but those were just my picks I mean, I went 11 and two, and that's enough for me to realize, like, I'm not going to pick against them ever again. Never. No, never, never in the postseason. I'm not. I either. won't ever. Nope, I no. never will. He's incredible. Uh, well, you know, I, I think a lot of people are having the Mahomes debate right now, uh, just in various circles. It's very intriguing to watch him continue. Um, real quick before we go, uh, I want to get uh, quick opinions from you guys on just Andy Reid's play right now uh we all knew he had to win one at least one to kind of get a definite spot in the hall of fame i think it's pretty safe to say he's going to be a hall of fame coach uh when it's all said and done uh getting two different franchises to the super bowl winning two championships with the chiefs after the chiefs went on a very long drought uh without even appearing in a super bowl let alone winning it as a franchise and molding one of the greatest quarterbacks we've ever seen in terms of uh, potential and in terms of doing it here and now in his youth. Um, I want to start with you, Malcolm. I personally have Andy Reid as kind of a, I have him as a top tier coach, but they're just some coaches that implemented different offensive styles and very unique traits to the game that I think have a little bit more impact broadly than Andy Reid does specifically. But in terms of a coach that players want to play for, 
It's hard really to find many better than Andy Reid. That's what I'll say about him. But I would definitely have him probably, or I'm saying definitely, I shouldn't say probably. I definitely have him in the top 10 of my all-time coaches right now uh, as things stand. How do you see Andy Reid? And if you had to rank him in top 10, top 20, what tier would you really put Andy Reid after this second Super Bowl win? Yeah, that's a tough question. You kind of caught me off guard but just some names that come off uh, the top of my head. Well, you don't have to I'm, go. I'm just saying no, like. No, no, no. Listen, yeah. listen, hear me out. So you got like Don Chula, Mike Tomlin, Bill mm-hmm. Belichick. They're, they're kind of up there. On Don Chula, I'm just going undefeated. He, he's kind of cemented. Yeah. Um, Mike Tomlin, to me, just doing it in two different periods. We're going to see how that plays out. Now Andy Reid has two rings, so he gets one more. He'll pass that. He It's kind of the same situation of where Mahomes is with Brady. It's kind of like um, Andy Reid is chasing Bill Belichick. Uh, as far as those rings are concerned. And I think once he gets one more ring, I'm going to put him definitely at number two as far as like impact. Mm -hmm. And that has to go with your your tree. A lot of the players that came off of his tree have had immense success. I also have to throw Bill Parcells in there by default because Bill Parcells, Mm -hmm. then you have um, Sean Payton. You also have um, Bill Belichick. And um, so those are kind of like, that's kind of like my solid list of guys that I think of like my greatest coaches, but Andy Reid's definitely solidified in that top five and he's going to move up. Um, so now if we talking just straight NFL like that, mm-hmm. but I can't forget about coach Eddie Robb, but I feel coach Eddie Robb down in Grambling, that's similar yeah. to what Andy Reid is like a guy you want to play for yeah. a player's coach. And then somebody mm-hmm. who's not only going to look after you after the game, but he's going to make sure that you're successful in whatever you do. Yeah. So. And I mean, that's going bigger on a macro right, level, right, but, right, yeah. right. but in the but NFL, overall, he's, yeah. he's, just that big you know yeah Andy Reid's just that big but before I throw to tell you real quick the other coaches that he is either tied with or close behind it's uh Tom Coughlin's 2-0 in the Super Bowl. Shanahan, Mike Mike Shanahan's 2-0. George Seifert, 2-0 with the 49ers. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, 2-0. Tom Flores, 2-0 with the Oakland Raiders. Vince Lombardi, 2-0. Bill Parcells, 2-1. Bill Walsh, 3-0. Andy Reid, 2-2. Joe Gibbs, 3-1. Chuck Knoll, 4-0. Tom Landry, 2-3. Don Shula, 2-4. And and Bill Belichick, 6-3. So those are the coaches we're really kind of tearing, I think, with Andy Reid overall. You know, you had Dan Reeves 0-4. I mean, Jesus Christ, throw say, him out with Tom, the garbage. Tomlin 2-0, right? He's one and one. Oh, yeah. He lost that second one. Remember? Because that was the Rogers one, I think. If I'm not mistaken. You're right. (laughs) I remember that. But yes. (laughs) But uh, Tiny, uh, same question to you quickly. What do you or excuse me, where would you put Andy Reid in kind of a top tier level of coaching right now? in terms of coaching greats and do you have him kind of in your top 10 top 20 where are you kind of feeling Andy Reid is now after this second Super Bowl win in four Super Bowl appearances I'd probably sneak him in between five and ten right now Mm -hmm. Um, a little more to accomplish uh but if we're going to break down the list of what style all those great Super Bowl coaches are, uh, he's kind of more of an offensive guy, a really, really great offensive mind. Um, so so a lot of people compare him more to Bill Walsh yes, uh, than Belichick, honestly. Uh, just the way he is 
you know, in communication with this quarterback and they're, they seem to be on the same page, but yeah, I'll put him in between five and 10 for now. Uh, cause it's such a, a big time list. Um, I'll put him ahead of Sean Payton, who he kind of reminds me of as that offensive guy, but yeah, you know, top five is going to definitely belong to the guys with more rings. Um, yeah. Belichick, I think is the undisputed number one, but to avoid going down the entire list. Yeah. Reed, I, I respect him so much. I think he's brilliant and uh great evidence for that is, you know, three of their touchdowns were more or less just wide open catches. So we'll see what goes on going forward. I think he's got at least six to 10 more years if he wants to coach. And then uh we'll talk about it then. Yeah. To see if he can really rival that kind of unchaseable you know, success that Brady and Belichick had. But yeah, I'll put him, I'll put him in the, in between five and 10, but on the higher side so far. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see this pair moving forward and also to see how uh, the Chiefs manage to hold on to various members of their coaching staff, possibly in this offseason. But we'll have all of that coming up in a future episode of the Sports the Show. We have the NBA All-Star break coming up this weekend, so make sure to check out the Skills Competition Slam Dunk Contest, Three Point Shootout, and the All-Star Game game it's going to be a ton of fun and that's going to be this full weekend uh and then we will get back to you guys next week with a little bit of a recap of all-star weekend and more discussions on the nba and some previews of uh some happenings of the nfl postseason potentially some aaron Rodgers talk where Derek carr may land a lot of quarterback yeah. movement may happen this offseason so it's going to be fun to talk about and fun to watch but as always, for the Sports to Show, I'm DJ Pat Nasty, and I'm here with... Annie. And from Arizona, after a long Super Bowl week... Malcolm Marzette. Malcolm, we will catch you guys next time on the Sports to Show.
push guard, bitch. Ah, uh, look. Rap royalty, love and loyalty, act accordingly, who gon' handle the lawyer fees? Names sold in the streets, embroidery, call my old head the landlord, he got all the keys. Young nigga, throw back in the tallest tees, fat farm, baby fat, the ladies love comorally. Couple friends ran up for work, the all was just a pee, never got consignment again, he fuck morally. The game don't change for niggas, and if you flat out playing confused, I ain't create the rules, Harlem nigga, you know I shake and move, blocks stay baking too, watch how my cake improve, work got dry, used to flip they O's, I'm talking way back, when I had mixtape goals, they like, lay back, you don't wanna miss this flow, I'm like, say that, flood the streets, big pesos, uh, every dollar face up, it was just routine, 200,000 cash under California kings, Talking weight, I know a couple things And just to think, this was all a dream Yeah, just to think, it was all a dream Yeah, just to think Maximizing, I started leveraging fully It'd be hell if you push me Package the weight up and sell up in cookies I swear to God, I just fell in the pussy Live in the doghouse, so I got her American bully Beretta, you smellin' my hoodie, follow the drip They talkin' dollars and whips, but chains hollow as shit Tore money, watch it rinse for me A nigga callin' 110 from me, make it make sense for me I ain't take felony risks to break even and quit If it ain't profitable, trust me, I ain't leaving the crib I ain't one of them niggas that be beastin' for biz Niggas get caught slippin', tryin' to see what it is Same old story, just looped it Two-thirds, gave him the work first same hour, back on the block, niggas goofing Summertime, music out the coop, with a roof uh, Every dollar face up, it was just routine 200,000 cash under California kings Talking weight, I know a couple things And just to think, this was all a dream Yeah, just to think, it was all a dream Just to think Otherwise, to the furnace room, let me fry. Old shorty try to catch me like the FBI. Glock hole 30, only loaded 25, last five. Be hard as fuck, make your thumb break. Caught a whole block, I pitch it into the crumb shake. They cut the cut out, smoke until the lungs ache. I reminisce when my shorty make a rum cake. Hallelujah, I'm the savior from the north. I bring him back to rock your pages with the torch, big earner. Keep something that could burn you. Shit, mind your business, this talks don't concern you. Bro from Greece, I'm from the course side streets. Hyenas off the leash, if it jam, I got the grease. Bush doctor, buckets hit the pipe, rock the fleece. Buckshot, Benelli, step back and rock to sleep. If they catch me, don't drop me in a cheap coffin. Cause I'm big dog Z and I eat often. When I circle the ass, I hear the streets talking. I'm making drop and cut, hope no police watching. I'm from the north side criminal camp. Cook it up, then I package it. Ship it to France, I cross the border a hundred times. You got minimal stance. They know the devil round the corner, they just wish you could dance. 
my door. I keep my two-step rocking real heavy. Forty shots start beating, I hold it real steady. Been in the field, can tell that you ain't feel ready. Widows jump ship and drown. How that feel, Eddie? Was in the pictures, you don't see them no more. Couple wolves from the pack, we don't feed them no more. I was born with the vision, put the key in the door. Opened up all the lanes overseas on the tour of the brown bag money. Chasing bags like lawyers chasing settlements The last three years is my evidence My city filled with pessimists The resorts most careers became irrelevant Don't get mad cause I'm addressing this elephant People allowed with their hand on the Old Testament What an embarrassment What happened to the street elements that used to be delicate Ty Ferris the specialist Bar for bar consider me a gold medalist These rappers can't connect from Connecticut Four for twenty t-shirts Plain Jane Who the fuck am I trying to impress? Fuck a label, I signed to myself No handouts wasn't spoon-fed Not contracts being proofread No emotions with business Self-taught to keep a cool head From dope sales to vinyl deals Real hustlers ain't scared to lose Meanwhile, I'm with a chick sipping Remy Listening to Larry June Time is the most valuable asset Especially when you're chasing greatness, my nigga A million on my mind With five figures in my bank account I'm trying to make a route a million on my mind with five figures in my bank account I'm trying to make a route and when it's my turn I'ma take the Friends shot call me cold and distant My thoughts is that I'm on a mission If you ain't got that drive in your mind We ain't coexisting I'm an artist, not a rapper, hope you know the difference My soul intention touch souls with lyrics I lap your favorite rapper, though he had the pole position My flow prolific, your profile full of hoes and gimmicks Trying to trick the algorithm, desperate moves for album listens Pockets malnutrition, and that's some food for thought I'm from what color scheme, crazy like the Coogee cloth Goons don't talk, they leave a pool of thoughts Bella Bridge is where the Rugas toss Rule of thumb, my handshake is like a pinky promise I'm always seeking profits The conversation ain't valuable if I don't leave with knowledge I need my solace Meditating alone is what keep me polished Say my name in Detroit, they gon' say that I keep it solid I built the name in the streets before I left these beats demolished Nigga I graduated, man, from knucklehead to businessman All the paperwork legal, you can check yourself A million on my mind with five figures in my bank account I'm trying to make a route a million on my mind with five figures in my bank account. I'm trying to make a route, and when it's my turn, I'ma take the shot. Yeah. Every day you wake up is a blessing. I just wanna live my life. Here we go. I just wanna live, just live my life. I'm doing it right, this music I write Show me how to live, I'm living a life Continue to fight, I'm just living my life I just wanna live, just live my life, life I'm doing it right, so this blessed. music I write Show me how to live, 
So I'm fight. living a life. We been here to fight. I'm hey, just living my life. Hey yo, got a lot of songs about my gold and my goals. Proud of all of those. Proud of on the toes. Used to slang, they was putting powder in their nose. Now I'm living life, blowing sour in the rose. How was I exposed? How was I to know? Y'all would backstab me, won't coward of my foes. I be in the mall, spending thousands on my clothes. Used to lay away, now at styling, I'm a pro. They gon' see me on Jimmy Fallon for I go. In my own brand, from my head to my toes. Mommy on the pole, so this bread I'ma throw. You could die tomorrow, man, you really never know. So you should live life, no matter where it goes. Cut that fast food out in them GMOs. And love your kids, even if your BM is a hoe. And she trife, that's just life. These are the choices that we chose. I just wanna live, just live my life. I'm doing it right, this music I write Show me how to live, I'm living a life Continue to fight, I'm just living my life I just wanna live, just live my life I'm doing it right, this music I write Show me how to live, I'm living a life Continue to fight, I'm just living my life Yeah, I came up off the curb, elevators on reserve From on the 18th floor, 5050 that it worked Out the window how it perched, turned my graffiti to words Now my catalog is flawless, now my crib is in the burbs <laughs> Long way from the nerves, of cops hitting U-turns We was 15 on the bench, had to hurry and chuck the herb That's a whole ten dollars wasted, shit had our whole day sick And now a zip of cereal milk, it's FedEx to my basement And speaking of the basement, it's like I took the makeshift Saw what I was faced with, and turned all that into greatness When everyone's complacent, they wondering where they place went I made my way by breaking away, but kept my hood adjacent The crown is where I put it at, no one mistook nor took that Top tier, no look back, if I shout gang, it's good dad Rebel in this arms race, but never had no court date OD till we all straight, peace and blessings I always I just wanna live, just live my life I'm doing it right, this music I write Show me how to live, I'm living a life Continue to fight, I'm just living my life I just wanna live, just live my life I'm doing it right, this music I write Show me how to live, I'm living a life Continue to fight, I'm just living my life My confidants talking crime over sparkling wine Louboutin shoes, trigger lock on the nine Bought it like it's not used, you fly forever possible Belching off a Belgian waffle Stack the lapel to the ceiling till he feel colossal Never wear fossil watches, only gold rollies We scream blow me when the cops watch us I tip the bellhop, ballet parking Sway clocks, dogs barking Javanchi rock while the day's darkin' My right hand bag up raw, he pray often Said he hate Instagram 
grand, but it's hard to stay off it. Play it cautious, young bosses spinning blocks to your nauseous. I bought a few glocks and a new lock for the fortress, posing in my portraits. Chosen with the flow, I'm going corporate. We did it off the muscle, no endorphins. My team mighty morphin', my ring cost a small fortune. I like my cars, like my clothes, nigga, all horses. Refugees, SRTs, and challenges, yes indeed. You trying to get the cheese, I got the recipe. Blessed be, it's AR, wet your teeth. Alphabet soup, we only skirt SUVs and cop shirts with double G's on the sleeve. I squeeze off and leave before the coppers yell freeze. Nigga, please, my Cuban is cool as a winter breeze. I'm built for warfare. My class and stretch limousines, raising no hell. 51 shots like he's Sean Bell. Heard the first shot, ricochet, this nigga jaw fell. Big umbrella cartel, the thoughts that I toss make the R sell. The way I make my thoughts do a car. Well, put you in the scope, sharpshooter, Bret Hart skill Shepherd projects like a nigga from Park Hill Diamond. This Diamond. dope shit I spit and get a knock killed I'm sharp as a shark grill Make decisions based on how my heart feel Ski mask that's orange like Garfield Rappers saying real talk but never wanna talk real Righteous kill, but it's pork on your fork still. 50k cold cash, a nigga caught chills. Thrill seeker, rocker, ill sneaker to the venue. I might do like Prince and change my name to a symbol. Monopolize the game, it's like it came with a thimble. Diamond. Saint Laurent got a nigga feeling sinful. What? Gucci this, Fendi that. Gucci sweaters on the money lover. What you expect? 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 What you from ghost to throw cream on Gucci this Fendi that Gucci sweaters <laughs> Trick family ghosts is great granny Great with the Gucci Hey yo I'm styling so I know he mad My wife rock Chloe bags The shoes got spikes like Legion of Doom Shoulder pads Airman's gloves on her hand That's when she load the mag Fags wearing off brand swag They scared to blow the bag Forgot to mow the grass Now with snakes on my collar Cake if I gotta do what it takes for the dollar Play for high stakes and know I make no mistake for the guala It's too hot for the bins, I'd rather take the Impala Street scholar, keep my pockets fat like Kamala Getting chicken marsala, pack heat like the Sahara Protect my diamond family, cast Brooklyn Kamara Priest Dior on the living room floor, watching Dora the Explorer My whole aura, so Rocky Horror Jews lit for eight days in a row, just like menorahs My kicks from Diodora, European Slick, she adore us The chick call me Big Daddy Warbucks Push a Ford truck like it's a sports car F's on my sweater like a bad report car We play the courtyard Life's a battle but we fall hard He came a long way from trapping all day Serving junkies that snore raw Know a few bras that stash coke and they sports bra We at the sports bar Fan duel, check the scorecard We up, bitch 2023, we getting dumb rich Helmet Lang, money Exchange We ain't the same Gucci this,
Shake band and ghosts is great
Oh, shit. 